Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. And, you know, Braves are uh, world champions from just two years ago. A- another excellent run in the postseason last year. Really, they're one of the top organizations in baseball right now. How far behind the Braves do the Twins look to you? Great question. Um, I would say that the Braves have more power arms, but the listen, the Twins rotation has held up very well this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Twins rotation is about as good as any in the game right now. And if Lopez does what he's supposed to do, I think they could be, you know, number one, number two, number three, somewhere in there the full season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got an all-star closer. And after that, things get iffy. Uh, you know, if Buxton's not going to be a regular, uh, if, if Correa's not going to hit, then this is just isn't a good lineup. Um, you know, it's nice that some of the role players they've signed have done their jobs, but role players aren't going to carry you. Uh, you need Buxton and Correa to, to carry you, and they aren't doing it for various reasons. Um, so the, the Twins lineup just is nowhere near as deep or as tough or as powerful as the Braves lineup right now. And, that's, and uh, the Braves bullpen is probably a little bit better than the Twins. Uh, you know, the Twins were set up to have a very good bullpen this year number of things that conspired against them. Lopez's struggles, Lopez's mental health issue, um, you know, a, a, Jack's not being very good out of the gate, Moran being up and down, Thielbar being hurt. It's just not the group you thought it was going to be. Duran has been great. Brock Stewart's been surprisingly great. They're just not as deep as a lot of other teams there. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, the Braves have had a little talent for picking up guys, too, that people thought were done. Yep. Um, you know, kind of Marcelo Zuna has suddenly found his swing again, and you can't hardly get anything past him that, that he's not mashing. And they've developed some of their other young stars uh, as well. They're slugging third baseman. They really have an impressive-looking team. They do. And Eddie Rosario is batting seventh for them, a very yeah. productive seventh hitter. Uh, listen, I was, you know, he, he was – kind of spiraling uh, when, in his last days here. I, I don't think the Twins really had any reason to hold on to him. Um, he is, but he is a talented guy. He likes the big, I, you know, it's interesting. There are different personalities for different kinds of players. Mm-hmm. I don't think Rosario is a good player to have on a bad team. I think he gets a little lazy. I think he gets a little, uh, I think he loses interest. If the, but he's a good player to have on a good team, mm-hmm. especially if he's not like, uh, you, if you, especially if you don't need him to bat in the middle of the order. If you can put him batting seventh on a good team where every bat's going to be meaningful and he gets his juices going, uh, then you can tolerate his mistakes, you can tolerate his strikeouts, and he's going to make some plays in the field. He has a very accurate throwing arm, and he has pop, and he loves big moments. So he fits in really well there. I was glad to see him uh, show his former Twins form as well when he airmailed the cutoff man and gave the Twins a base. <laughs> he will do that. Yeah. And that's the thing is that you know, he has major flaws. Um, and, you know, it's hard to peg a lot when he has flaws. Mm. Uh, picking him up secondhand, you're much more willing to put up with the flaws. Yeah. Yeah. Eight, 830 OPS this year for Rosario. I thought he had kind of started to, like you said, wane toward the end of his uh, Twins career, but then he goes to a, a winning team and, and again, uh, kind of turns it around again. Uh, you know, last year was terrible for him, but he didn't, he didn't play that much. I suppose the regular playing time that helps most major leaguers. Yeah, you know, good players tend to do better with more playing time. Yeah. Uh, lesser players tend to get exposed with more playing time. I think Rosario is in the category of someone who uh, likes to play for a winning team, likes everything to be meaningful, uh, can get a big hit for you. Uh, and and he's also, frankly, with his approach, willing to swing out of the strike zone, kind of an emotional player. 
he's the kind of guy who might surprise you one way or the other any given year. He might have some, yeah. I mean, this, he's having a great year this year. Yeah. I'm not sure anybody saw that coming. I'm not sure anybody saw him being as bad as he was last year. Yeah, he, he did fall off the map. It, very, uh, you know, up and down as we've just uh, chronicled, certainly. But, but you know, you have then you have linchpins in their lineup that you know are going to produce, uh, like Matt Olson and uh, Riley, their, their third baseman. They have guys to build around, and then you can flesh out the la- rest of the lineup once you have the middle set. The Twins don't have a middle set. That's exactly right, and that's what Roy Small has been talking about with this team ever since they lost Nelson Cruz. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if we're going to talk about the Rays, you got to mention Acuna. He's just a, he's yes. one of the best players in the game. Period. Yep. Um, and you know the Twins, if you know Correa is really not a middle of the order hitter, and he never was. And mm-hmm. sometimes you give somebody a lot of money, and people think he should be batting fourth and hitting fifty home runs. That's not who he is. Mm-hmm. He's a two hitter, or he's a six hitter, or a five hitter. He's not a three four. Buxton should be a three four. He can't stay healthy. Uh, Karloff takes the right approach to bat in the middle of the lineup, uh, and he's, you know, on this team compared to his teammates, he's done a nice job, but he's still not producing, you know, the way you would want a middle-of-the-order hitter to produce. Polanco's a natural middle-of-the-order hitter. When he's healthy, he's rarely been healthy lately. Hmm. Uh, I think that uh, Royce Lewis will develop into a middle-of-the-order hitter. They're trying not to put too much on him right now. I think Brooks Lee projects to be a middle-of-the-order hitter, but he's still a couple years away. It's like they have a lot of guys who might do it. They don't have anybody who's doing it right now. I, Polanco's a curious case. I, I thought he was pretty healthy his first few years in the league, but, boy, lately he can't stay on the field at all. It's really interesting that after he got popped for steroid use mm. uh, and after he put on the extra muscle, he has had trouble staying healthy since then. He was always kind of a lean guy with live hands. And he bulked up, and he's remained pretty – he's a big, strong guy now. And ever since he put the extra muscle on, he's not stayed healthy. Is that – that feels like that's a lot of major leaguers, that they put on this weight uh, so that they look good, you know, around the clubhouse or whatever. And, and it's uh, – we're seeing just injuries galore throughout uh, Major League Baseball. Now, maybe I have recency bias – but it just seems like there's a lot more injuries today than there was 20, 30 years ago before everybody wanted to look like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime. It's a big topic. It's, you're very, it's very accurate, mm-hmm. everything you just said. It's mm-hmm. also very it, – it, and I talked to a bunch of players for a column I did a few weeks ago on that, mm-hmm. and they're all saying, uh, okay, yeah, if, we, if you train to be the most explosive athlete you can be, you are pushing the envelope, and you are making yourself more brittle and more fragile – but if you don't train to be the most explosive athlete you can be, you're not going to get have a job, or you're not going to get paid as much, or you're not going to help your team win. So you see these now. You see these bulky, massive, explosive, strong, fast athletes, and then they pop the hamstring running to first base, or they, you know, they get hit by a pitch and they don't recover the way you would expect Kirby Puckett to recover. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if. The culture has taken over past the point of, of rationality. I, I still like to think that if you're a good baseball player uh, and you have a good approach, that you can be a real asset without going crazy with nutsy works, workouts in the offseason. Everybody I knew, everybody I've known really closely in baseball who mm-hmm. went crazy with their winter workouts ended up getting hurt the following year. Yeah. So And then Kirby Puckett never worked out in the winter, and he was one of the most durable players of all time. Burt Blyle, all he did was run and throw. Paul Molitor did a lot of leg workouts in the winter, but nothing crazy. He just did you know, the stuff you would expect uh, kind of an analog athlete to do. I, I just think that these guys doing 
training themselves like they are football players or boxers or track athletes, I, I just think it puts them in on a path to be injured. And and ramping up everybody, we're, we're trying to throw uh, get everybody to throw a hundred miles an hour, and as uh, elbow ligaments continue to snap and and hamstrings pull and obliques continue to tear, at some point will baseball try to reverse this, or is this the path we're on? The the problem is you tell tell a young athlete, hey, we we don't want we want you to be a healthy pitcher, right? Mm-hmm. We don't want you doing extra work. We don't want you doing crazy workouts. We don't want you trying to overthrow. And that pitcher's going to say, okay, great, I'm going to throw 89, I'm going to get stuck in double A, and I'm going to have to go sell insurance. Mm. I mean, that, that's the tension here. Yeah. Teams are trying to win championships. Players are trying to win games and earn money. And it's really hard to do if you can't establish that you have superior athletic ability and superior skill. Mm. So I'm wondering, I'm just wondering, where is – some players do stay healthy. The Twins have been much more injured than the average major league team. Yep. So where is the happy medium between doing baseball work resting and being an explosive athlete i don't know uh the nhl draft is uh, a, a a bit of a conundrum and that i you know for one thing so many players come from europe i have no idea who they are uh, or canada uh and uh, but is uh, you know is there players available for the wild at the 21st pick uh you know that that can actually have an impact on the team in a not so distant future possibly I mean, you know, hey, last year they, they brought in their draft pick from the Gophers, and he played well right away. Mm-hmm. Um, it can happen. And, but like I said, it's, it's the biggest mystery of any draft. Yep. Um, and baseball is mysterious, too, but you have a little bit better feel of how baseball works. Yeah. Hockey, they could, they could draft somebody you've never heard of from Europe, and he could be great. They could draft a great college player from Minnesota, and he could do nothing. It's just, you know, there are guys in the juniors, guys in Canada, guys in Europe. There are guys in the South playing for, you know, who are great athletes who will figure it out. I mean, it, it really is the most mysterious of all draft, drafts to me. Um, and they're picking 21. You know, they could get anything. They could get somebody who's good in five years. They could get somebody who helps right away. They could get um, depth that helps them right away. They could get somebody who is talented but it's going to take a long time to figure it out. There's so many different profiles they can pursue here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, right now with uh, Suter and Parisi eating up a huge amount of money this year and next year, they really kind of need immediate help. But I think Garen's the kind of guy who's going to take the long view and take the, the guy he thinks is going to be the best player for the long haul. So I don't know that he's just going to draft you know, for need, as they say. Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at 5 Sports at Todd and Suhan, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.